Howdy ho, neighborinos. This is your boy, Khalif. And this is your girl, Jamise. Welcome back to a new, exciting episode of Friendly, Friendly Fire. Fire. <laughs> so today, I think uh, we started off with a little clue about the topic of this podcast episode. Oh, most definitely. Today we're talking about... <laughs> I don't I don't know why we're pausing. But I will let you know that today's episode was brought to you by Goda.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I actually did use it on this trip to book our accommodation. I'm sorry. I had a brain fart, people. We're going to be talking about today, <laughs> Searching for the Cup of Christ. Uh, well, what's not, what's not the name literally. of the movie? Well... The, you should have gotten a clue from the music that was playing. But not everyone's seen the movie. Just say it. And this this is one of my dreams of seeing this place from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And the Last Crusade for you youngins and some of you who missed it. Because honestly, I don't even remember in what order I've seen the movies, but I think I have seen all of them. Indiana Jones, what I'm referring to. Oh, well, which one is your favorite? I don't know. Which one is the one where all the Nazis got their faces burned off? Raiders of the Lost Ark. That one's my favorite. <laughs> okay, so you like the first one. That's no problem. <laughs> and your favorite is? Of course, it's The Last Crusade. Okay, excellent. Nobody I... wants to talk about Crystal Skull. That was terrible. I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever. Oh, man, we spent the glorious so for, four days in the beautiful country of Jordan. Jordan, part of the Holy Land for you uh, theological scholars and and connoisseurs. <laughs> I do want to say this, though. After visiting Jordan, mm. I could understand, and driving around the country, I could understand how Moses was lost. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... Okay, for example, the the capital city of Amman is called the City of the Seven Hills, and it is built amongst seven hills because the Romans, when they um, had come to the city, they set up their little, uh, what do you call them, watchtowers on the different seven hills and Citadel. built a city with inside that so they could see people coming from everywhere. They had some good vantage points. Um, but it also, it was a great area to build on because mm -hmm. it mirrored Rome itself because Rome is also built on seven hills. Is it? Yep. I didn't know that. Oh, you I didn't. don't remember Rome being hilly at all. Oh, yeah. Rome is huge, honey. Yeah. I know like, it's huge. I don't remember being hilly. That's what I was saying. Honey, the first and foremost. Uh, we, oh. we did a lot of walking, but it seemed all flat. Not in certain areas, yes. And mm -hmm. most of the time we're underground taking a subway. Not most of the time. No, voila. Not most of the time. <laughs> but um but yeah so the the best thing about it was that we traveled around but should we just start from hold on i would just i'm still finished that thought. okay this is why i could understand how moses was lost one he wasn't lost he was trying to find a path the least resistance to travel <laughs> with all those people because check it out people does it say he was lost? Or did it just say it just took him a long time? No, no, no. It, it does say he was lost in the desert for like 40 years or something like mm. that. Well, listen up, people. It, it happened like this. When you're, when you're traveling with caravans and wagons, 
walking up and down hills is not very kosher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to find the va- the valley mm-hmm. in between these hills so you can travel with the path of least resistance. Right. Because at the end, when Moses walked all that time and climbed up Mount Nebo to see, to peer into the Holy Land, or the Promised Land, if you will. The Promised Land, yeah, yeah. He was like, God, I'm tired. And God's like, you can't go anywhere now. So you're going to stay here and the this rest is, of the people go. This is where you get off the train. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what all I'm saying. And I can understand that now. I mean, there's some pictures on the crusade.net. You can check out the sister article that we wrote that we wrote about this show. Or not the show, but the trip. So you can see pictures and everything. Yeah, definitely. And uh, maybe some, some travel tips that we'll be discussing in the podcast as well. Oh, yeah. So they can be written down just in case you don't want to have to travel with the podcast this one playing if you ever go but um maybe advise you to listen so day one well um we flew in and so the the lucky thing about us most of you know that um we live in the uae right now so we flew out of uh, the smaller airport of Sharjah, and so Sharjah has direct flights into amman airport which is the capital city of jordan and it's a very quick flight i think uh, maybe two hours, uh, maybe I it three. Was four, like almost three and a half, maybe. It's, it wasn't too long because there is a time difference. They actually they are an hour behind. So um, for some of you who are like, oh my gosh, Jordan seems so far. It is far for some of you who are listening, but where we're coming from, it was easy to go for such a short trip. But again, if you're uh, just a quick notice, if you're flying from abroad, you you should spend longer time because it's going to take you a while to get there. But um, the airport is small. Amman is um, really kind of spread out. Uh, so we got a, we had a uh, the hotel transport picked us up and, and also, drove us to the hotel. And also, I will add this: the ho- the ho- the hotel. I mean, if you're staying in the city center, the airport is about forty five to fifty five minute drive away from it. It's it is really far out the way, so it's not it's not like uh, if you say oh I'll stay close to the airport and maybe save time or money or whatever, but you're going to be far away from everything else. So the airport is set away from all attractions. <laughs> just a, a note note to yourself. Well, and so day one was just really us landing, getting there because. And wasn't it, I'm not going to say it was a testament to get there, not a testament, a trial. It wasn't a trial at all. We were just, I mean, if you think about it, we've been working, 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 working all through Ramadan. We were hot, we were tired, so we got there and we relaxed. And then we had one of my favorite meals. This is, this is like um, the air, the, I shouldn't say this, but it, it's kind of like um, the feast that's like Thanksgiving is um when Eid begins, so it's like the dinner that breaks the uh the fast the fasting of um Ramadan. So we had this and I Anthony made fun of me, but they just kept bringing out all these traditional dishes, more and more, most are vegetable based and I was getting so excited. So like, look at all this food and actually the leftovers lasted us almost the entire week. Um it was so much food and it was so fresh and delicious and I just I really do enjoy traditional Arabic food especially at celebration times so that's what we did we we landed we rested we ate <laughs> now day two was a oh we also walked a little bit on rainbow street and uh, looked at some souvenirs 
Yeah. yeah, Rainbow, well, for those who don't know, Rainbow Street is the place that's happening. It is the strip. Yes. <laughs> every every city has one, that, mm-hmm. the street that you go down, and it's yeah. always popping. Yeah, everyone's driving slow, everyone's hanging out, chit-chatting, talking. And because, again, well, this actually, is a holiday week, there was probably a lot more people outside. Well, also, it's because... Um, well, since it was Ramadan, we're actually a little early, so it seemed not dead, but the foreigners were all walking the streets. But then after, well, we weren't out that long because we were pretty tired because we had a trek this next day. Yeah. But um, but the people came out after six or seven after mosque and stuff ended. After so they eight. Have, oh eight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we weren't even out that late. We were. We were eating when we saw all the people started to come out. It was after eight. Oh okay, but we were eating then. Yeah, because we got there at seven. We got there right when it was time to break fast. Because I was, I was, I'm hungry. Oh yeah. <laughs> so day two, day two was an actual treat and something I've been wanting to go to. The Ooh. Valley of the Crescent Moon. It was a trip. Well, actually, the Valley of the Crescent Moon does not exist. It was a made-up thing for the movie. But yeah. this place, the mm-hmm. treasury mm-hmm. of Petra, does yeah. exist. Right. So, Petra, and just for those of you who, you know, if you fly into the southern city in Jordan, I forget the name of it, it's closer to Petra than Amman. From Amman, it's a three-hour drive. And I suggest just hiring a driver or going with the tour group and just relaxing. I wouldn't recommend oh, yeah. you renting a car and driving yourself no, in Jordan. No, no. Um, they have very loose driving behavior. Um, so they're, they're quickly changing lanes. Some things, the lanes aren't even clear. Uh, so it's just better just to just relax, let someone else take over. And hiring a driver is relatively inexpensive and joining a tour group as well. So it's up to you how you want to do it. I say a driver so you can go at your own pace. You know, when you're visiting the site, um, Petra is humongous once you get there. Well, the ideal time to stay in Petra is technically a week from what I was reading on the trip because you walk. No, I was saying uh, you could do it in two days, really, if the weather's nice. Well, if the weather's nice, yeah. but usually I mean, they're saying <laughs> and like, We say nice because we went and it was it was brutally hot. So, so I'm thinking, you know, we were limiting how much we really wanted to walk because it was so hot. But I will say this, Khalif became a cowboy he rode a horse mm, yeah and now he's he's really into that and he he turned to me after i mean he looks very scared on the horse behind you and i kept saying just you know good posture but keep it loose so that the horse can move with you on its back and now uh what did you tell me honey you remember what you said after I your horse ride that, no mean, no remember what you said after the horse ride no, I was like, oh, we should try this when we get back to the UAE. Yes, he wants to t- take a horseback ride. That makes me very happy because it's something Not that you know. I want to take up. I said I want to try it. It's fun. I've never... Okay, people. It's fun. Okay, people. If you're going to listen to this, you can listen to pop, pop, you know. No, my Kevin Hart is bad. It is but, bad. Uh, <laughs> it's because I'm trying not to be loud. Okay, um, yeah. But the problem is... You can't really be Kevin without being loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, But the problem is, is that um, you... Okay, I've never ridden a horse, people. And he's a native Texan, y'all, a native Texan, and what, fourth generation native Texan? Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a, saying. I'm a city boy. 
I am a city boy, and, you know, horses tried to bite my he face off. He is not a city boy. You guys have heard his accent. He is not a Do not believe no, this no, nonsense. No. Don't listen to this. Do not do not listen to this East Coaster transplant. I am not an East Coaster transplant. I was born uh, in Austin, the capital But were you raised in Austin? I wasn't raised in Austin, but I'm, I was raised in Texas. I'm from Texas. No, you from you were born in Texas. You from Maryland. Get it right. No, my mother is from Maryland. No, That's totally you from different. Maryland. You no. from Maryland. Get it no, right. I do not believe this fool. Anyways, representing that Southeast, that Texas, and this cowboy has never been on a horse. I am not a cowboy. I'm a city boy. <laughs> but no, I not, I tried to get on a horse once, mm-hmm. and the next time I tried to like be friendly with a horse, it tried to <laughs> bite my face off. And I, I, I can't believe a horse tried to fight you. I was at, I, okay, people, I was at the Rockets game. Um, not Rockets game. I was at the Rockets parade after the second championship. And I was cheering. I, I was excited. I think you have to explain what all those words, the Rockets okay. parade after in the championship. In 1995, <laughs> in 1995, the Rockets won the NBA. What second, are the Rockets? The, the second, hold on. I will <laughs> just stop. Okay. In 1995, my my favorite NBA basketball team, mm-hmm. the NBA, uh, Houston Rockets, mm-hmm. won their second championship. Okay. It was time for the the championship parade. Gotcha. So we all went down to the parade. I was cheering. I was interviewed by sportscasters because, you know, they're all trying to do their puff pieces right now uh-huh. at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm like, yeah, go Rockets. And Mario Ellie's doing the kiss of death to, to the audience. And then out of nowhere, I turn and I'm like, <laughs> and these big buck teeth were all in my face, <laughs> in my grill. I don't and think he was trying to bite. <laughs> he was trying to Did bite you have me. a snack or something in your hand? No. Did he have something that looked I like was a broke. Snack? I couldn't have a snack. I look like a snack, but that's not the point. He was like, <laughs> and you, you just see these, these big buck teachers so the, the, flying out at the, the face. The purpose of the story is that Anthony was scared of horses because one tried to bite him at a parade. Not scared. Don't like. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Mm-hmm. But weren't the horses very friendly at, in Petra? Man, Susanna was no your your horse was mean to my horse. Uh, yeah, I I was I was riding a bad boy, but <laughs> Susanna was nice. I like Susanna, but she was a little small. I need a Clydesdale or something. You don't need a Clydesdale. I need a big behemoth. Horses can carry a lot of weight. I need a big behemoth, something that can carry me. I'm a big man. I need a big horse. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point. So as we're walking, and so basically they show us like. Moses' brother is buried in this mountain, but, you know, you can't excavate it because it's a religious site. Uh-huh. Um, he's buried in this mountain that has a white top. And they were the guys when we were riding the horse, they were guiding I mean, I still can't ride, but he was holding the horse, keeping it. He's like, you want me to let go? I'm like, hell no. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time he let go, Suzanne started to, like, you know. She started to try. She started, she started to, to try. time to run, yeah. And I'm like, mm-mm, nuh-uh, heifer. You're going gonna to walk. We, mm. we chilling. So... Long story short, he was telling us all this good stuff, some obelisks, some old stuff, and there was this ancient language. But the whole city of Petra is an ancient city that was used by the, this king to help prevent people from taking over his kingdom. Because to get into like uh, the city, you had to go through these narrow canyons or this narrow canyon. And if you think about, if you remember the movie 300. Mm-hmm. When you have a massive army, they have to filter in through a small space. You can take on that army and mm-hmm. just be fighting all day. Right. So this is the reason why this king had it there. And it's very ancient. And they carved these beautiful um, 
palaces, I'm going to call it a palace, but like these buildings into the the limestone of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And they have been standing for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. And that's the part that I was so excited because if you guys remember, to get to the um, the three tests in uh, Indiana Jones, they had to go to the crescent moon, the valley of the crescent moon, go down into the canyon, mm-hmm. which I was, like, very excited because as you're walking through the canyon, you're like, oh, my God, I'm coming up on it. I'm coming up on it. And, you know, and in my whole and my and my, at the whole time, I kept thinking, you chose poorly, you know, <laughs> not for me, but it was really hot that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, um, we were walking around and we ended up getting, no, well, I will say this. No, you cannot go in it. There were real strict rules of walking. You can't into go it. into the treasury, but you can see a lot of cool stuff. You can come right up really close to it, get, get your photo ops, and then there's much more to the city after that. We did not get a chance to go through that, but I do have full confidence that we will return to this place and explore more of the site. Um, so you can... I do think, I want to just note really quickly here before I forget, is that one of the cool things is that you can purchase a Jordan Pass online, and that um, includes entry fees and things into the, the site of Petra and other museums and things. And um, it's well, it pays for itself with just one visit to Petra because you also want to do other things. So that was um, really cool, and you can do that ahead of time. And um, if you don't, you can get tickets when you get there. you got to go through a museum area, and then you can um, – you can have a guide, you can rent a horse, you can have a carriage, um, all of these things. It is still quite a hike after the museum into the, the actual Petra site. So basically, we were riding the horse. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've already covered that. We rode the horse to the no, entrance no, no. and walked through saying, the cavern, and that was it. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying we were riding the horse, and after riding the horse for, like, what, 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. we still had another 30 to 40, like 30-minute walk into the canyon to get to the treasury. Oh. So be so our session is, you know, be hydrated, wear good walking shoes and take um, water with you. If you go during Yeah, yeah, I mean, but they do they sell water there once you went uh, at the entrance to the canyon part and once you get to the part in front of the treasury and some more places farther in. So if you forget water wherever you're fine, just really have good walking shoes, good head coverage if it's really sunny. Um but if you at okay. the but if you're at the museum and they have plenty of stores that you know glamorize the fact that this is where Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was filmed, mm-hmm. you can get yourself an actual fedora or a gutra and you could tie it around your head and wear it. Yeah. So if you forget anything, it, so it was a cool day. We decided not to go to the Wadi Rum, which is the famous desert, the Red Desert. Hollywood does a lot of filming there. Recently, the movie um, Mission to Ma- Mission to Mars. Or with with Matt Damon when he was a oh, the Martian. The Martian. Um, and it was filmed there. It's actually a really beautiful place. It's just, you know, we're from a desert place. So we said, oh, we'll skip it this time. We'll come again. So we went, we came on back, and that was like a whole day. So plan to spend at least a whole day in Petra. You should probably try to go as early as possible. Um, we also learned through this trip that don't go to the Holy Land <laughs> during... Um, 
this time of the year. So I think the latest time that would be logical to go would probably be April. So between, I think I heard between October and April are the best times to visit Jordan and the Petra site and whatnot. Yes, exactly. So those, um, like, the winter time, late fall, But you can still enjoy spring. it. If you can handle the heat, you know, go ahead. It's still enjoyable. It's just you got to be prepared for the, the higher temperatures if you're not used to that. And, um, and then so, we, we got back to the city and we were beat. Yeah, I think I slept in the car on and off the whole oh, way back. Oh, yeah. Um, but then the craziest thing is, this is my wife, uh, Jamise keeps saying this, you know, she is so lucky to be a woman because as a man in the Middle East, I'm a friendly guy. Everyone knows this. But everybody wanted to be my friend. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it was just kind of weird because everything, like, my wife set up everything. They're They're contacting her in her phone, but they keep talking to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like... You can you could talk to her, but then they were just like, "Well, sir, it costs about eighty six Jordanian dollars." Like, why don't you tell her she got the money? <laughs> Anyways, so I think what was it? Uh, the next day that we stay in most of the day and relax. I don't remember what we did the next. No, the day. next day we went to Mount Nebo. We did do that the the following day. Yes, the oh, next okay. day, and so because the guy had to come back. Remember, we were driving. Oh, because he he and I we were talking in the car, mm-hmm. and he was asking me about like, oh, well, you're gonna have another driver, um, so I may oh, come right, pick cause you I, up. Oh right, because I I actually t- selected to do another trip because we you know I paid for two trips and I only we didn't go to Wadi, so I was like, oh, can we use that money for another trip? So we decided on day. The, the full day, this is actually day three of the trip, to go to Mount Nebo, which is where it's very famous for where um, Moses stood and saw across to um, the promised land. And there's actually a, the Franciscan monks built a, a, yeah, a church, church there. On top of it. And um, it's very nice. It only cost, I think, one Jordanian dollar to if, go inside and if you're a jordanian you got in for free which i think is fair most places are like that if you're an, a national of that place you can go for free that's common in every country but anyways so um that was really good view and it's it was really cool so we also put we're going to put pictures of that experience and after that we came down the mountain and went to the famous dead sea the jordanian side of course and it is really beautiful and surprisingly the water was really cold and i i thought it was going to be kind of warm i don't know why because i was like oh it's all salt water it's going to be kind of warm oh man first and foremost let me just tell you let me describe it let me pick the picture for you people have you ever tried to dance in jello i mean like you fell into like a big ass bowl of gelatin. He he's over exaggerating. Well, I it's mean, very... hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to say this. It was kind of like, like swimming the in the dead sea. You can't you can't swim you in can't. the dead sea. You just float. <laughs> as I was trying to say, mm. as she said, she just stamped all over me. Mm. Um, you cannot. It's hard to swim in the dead sea, especially if you have a little buoyancy on you. You know, a buoyancy. Every everybody's buoyant. Well, I'm the just dead trying sea. to say, yeah, everybody like. Okay, check it out. So it's rocky. It's a rocky soil. Mm -hmm. So as you get in, you're stepping on rocks, and I just fell in. But it's not like, you know, you fall in a pool, you're like, you got a big splash. No, I fell and was, like, on top of the water. And then I kept, like, trying to, like, you know, roll over and, like, sit up. I got on my back, and I'm just floating on top of the water, and I couldn't, like, stand up. And then when I finally stood up, it was kind of me just, like, jogging in place. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it was. It felt like that. But that water is so good for your skin. The minerals in it are so healthy. It pulls out all the um, badness of. I can't think of the word. Toxins. Thank things. you. It's supposed to be really good people with arthritis, and there were quite a few older people. It did. It did feel good. It was just. It was funny because I had like a little bit of a shock, and I started splashing and got myself in the eye, and the lifeguard saved me. So my suggestion is, if you are not used to the Dead Sea. You need to go to the private part of the Dead Sea for one of the resorts and just get like a day pass. And Which was like two hundred and fifty Jordanian dollars at this one per No, person. it wasn't. Oh no, it was total. Yeah. Sorry, my bad, people. <laughs> that was on the extensive side because it was more than what the website had said. That was at the the Moven Pick, which is a really high end five star oh, resort. Yes. So um, you don't have to do that. You can do other places that are more affordable. But I think it was well worth it for a day pass. How we stayed the whole day. I think it was well worth it, um, especially because having the lifeguard and then using the pool and having you also have money you can spend at the restaurant to get drinks and food and things like that. I personally would not do Move and Pick again because I thought their locker rooms were really un- subpar, to be honest. So I would suggest looking into some of the other hotels well, around that ask, area. What do you mean by subpar? Well, it didn't have lockers. The dressing area part didn't have like it wasn't I mean, it didn't have any benches or anything for me to put my stuff or hang my things. And when I went to take a shower, it didn't have like a separate part for me to keep my stuff dry. So it really didn't have it wasn't set up like a normal. And I know as a man, you probably I don't know how y'all's are, but for girls, we usually you can go into the shower area, but you also have like a dry area to keep your things so that you can change into your clothes after you come out the shower and that just wasn't available and there was no locker to put your things in well, carry all your things I will with defend you. the hotel on this one it's a hotel resort so you're supposed to have a room and so That's, if you're going to the but no, they have day but passes if you're, for this reason day, day pass to go to the go to the Dead Sea and I'm use the pool I'm not defending it I'm not defending I am it doing locker room it. should have locker no it's not it's not that type of locker room it's a locker room where you're going to just stay there you're not staying I mean if you stay there there's no reason for you to change clothes there unless you're changing then, it to wet clothes and to go back to your it room it wouldn't make sense to have showers there then either but, it does because you got to shower to get the dirtiness off your body before you get into the clean pool most places have day passes offer you full locker room services like going wow. to a spa which this place had spas and things so it's not just people who are there on vacation well, staying the in the spa, hotel who use the well, services the spa had a had those types of services but, oh but then you would keep your stuff with you at the spa i'm just trying to say i think you're being a little too hard on the moving i'm bit. not i'm really not I it, it was it was it was sub quality. You weren't even in my locker room. I, I, but I was I'm in trying a to tell room. woman how it is. There's no place for you to change your clothes. Well, ladies, if you if you if you're gonna get a day pass, bring a bag, put your stuff in the bag, and sit it next to um, a bench that you're gonna sit with an umbrella. I'm just saying, because in the guys' locker room, men have next to nothing in there. I mean, you had a bench to sit your naked butt I'm on. I'm allowed to tell them what they should expect, because I've been in many resorts in their locker rooms for people with day passes, and this one didn't have what it should have for a five-star well, resort. Well, I don't know why so you're you don't yelling. need to, like, get on my case about I'm not that. getting on your case. I just think I don't need to send Movin Pig. It's freaking expensive for your locker room. I don't know why you're so mad. Because you're you're being like a dick about it. No, like I'm, I'm gonna come defense because if you want to do this and it's like you don't even understand like 
places like this have day passes for a reason. People use them quite frequently. They should have services for people who are there, guests for the day. Well, That's most, common knowledge. It's common well, courtesy. Move and pick let us down at that point. You pay too much for not well, to Mauve get the pick, services you would get at other places. Move and pick didn't let me down. Move and pick was just like, <sighs> I enjoyed the pool. I enjoyed the food. I enjoyed the the festivities. I enjoyed the the dead the Dead Sea. Everything was great, and the locker Except room. Except for the a, locker room. But the locker room was what it was. It was exactly what I expected to be. Okay. Next. I'm just saying. I don't know why you're being so. No, hard it's really dumb to have to defend a multi-billion-dollar company. Because I like, think I'm you, trying to say what they should do better. Because I think you're which is also what I said in the in my in my good recommendation. Like they could do better. It was disgusting, and I mean they could do better. Mm, you just sound so mad. I was mad. I don't know why. That's not locker room. Oh, whatever. So that was a big thing. And then as we're, um, but yeah, so, but uh, I did want to mention this. As I'm talking to the driver, and um, the it was actually really uplifting. Demise just, just ran off on Mount Nebo, and she left me with this guy. I didn't leave you with him. He decided to keep walking with you. Well, yeah, I don't know. He, we were best friends at this point. Mm. So, but yeah. So basically, he's a Muslim. I'm, a, I'm a Christian. But we start talking about Moses, and you know, Moses in Arabic, his name is Musa. So we, we began talking. Like he was so excited that he was. He never been to the spot, and this what made me smile. He had never been to Mount Nebo. So he's telling me, like, you know, all the stuff he read in the Quran about Musa. And and I was like, yeah. And I said, but he's also very important to, like, Christians as well because it's in our Old Testament and Hebrews. And so he was just kind of like, yeah, he, he, was, he, was a, he was a man of God and he was a man of God for all of us. And I was like, yeah. So I don't – that's why I was, like, uh, we were talking about religion and stuff like that. And I said, that's why I, um, you know, I read the Quran and stuff like that. And he was just all beaming from ear to ear. We'd already passed this part of the trip. We're moving on to the next day, um, but I just our last back, day. But I just, I had to throw that, that little footnote in because I forgot to say it. Okay. But he, it was cool. And so on the last day of the trip, well, actually, we had one day where we just rested. No, we, we like, didn't. That After we got back from Dead Sea, we rested and watched TV, but that was all the same day. So the uh, last day, we finally got to sleep in. And then we took a cab and we went to uh, see the uh, the Roman theater. Oh, yeah. We passed by the actual one of the Roman citadels. But I don't think the guy like it was he was driving around and it was going uphill. And I was like, oh, I saw the theater down the hill. And I was like, no, hell no, I'm not walking down hills. I'm tired. No, he can take us to the theater. But this was the best part about the theater. It was kind of like a place where all the families, families and, you know, young people, old people. Like a Roman theater that's, like, still in use. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And they had um, some Jordanian, like, history museums built into it, which was actually kind of cool. And we were seeing, like, these guys, these young boys, they had their little jukebox, and they're out there trying to, like, dance and stuff. I'm like, this is actually pretty fun. And Shisha is, like, really popular. I mean, all over the air world. Well, I'm awesome. just saying, because it was like a shisha guy. He was twirling, like, the little charcoal around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, man, this is, I mean, it was really popular, really, really popular.
And so it's a good location, too, because the streets leading um, away from it are all a bunch of, uh, they have lots of souvenir shops, jewelry shops, clothing shops. And then also there's a really famous falafel restaurant there that is the hands-down best falafel I've ever had in my life. And it's so cheap. So um, it's a really good area to go to just kind of finish off your trip. Um, and you can see the, the, the Citadel and, and all that stuff. Like, it's in walking distance, but again, we, we were wore out. So we, we did walk, though. We walked all through this neighborhood, and then we walked back home up a whole bunch of steps. So, I mean, yeah, not back home, back to the hotel. And um, Well, before we stopped, at, before we got to the hotel, we ended up back. We were trying to find a way to get back to Rainbow Street so we can get back to the main road so we can get back to the hotel. Well, we found a way, and we're like, she was like, Jamie's like, did this look familiar? And I was like, oh, the park. But then to get to the park, you had to walk up like. Like a mile. It was, <laughs> it was like walking up a mile of steps. I mean, my But they didn't, they didn't look like a mile when you started, but <laughs> it was a mile. Well, let's say it like this. My Korean listeners, when you're walking up Namsang Tower and mm. you're taking the stairs, mm. that's what this felt like. It, it it was pretty brutal. Oh, it, it was, was pretty brutal. brutal. Yeah. But it looked like a shortcut. It, no, it was a shortcut. <laughs> it's just because, okay, this shortcut means you had to go up a hill. Like, okay, when you're walking uphill, that's a gra- it's not even a gradual. It became a gradual steep incline. So as we're walking up, I was like, hell no, I'm not going up this. Forget it. I need a, I need a faster way to get here. I'll, I'll get a cab. But there was no cabs. So we saw the stairs, and we're like, oh, we get past the stairwells, the stairs, the stairwell will be at where we need to be. We get past that, my legs felt like jello. <laughs> but we ended up stopping at this, um, not a bar, but it was kind of like a... Um, it was a bar. I, I mean... I don't know. It was like kind of like a little bar restaurant. Like like, like a sports bar. More like a, yeah. you know, like a, a shisha house. So you do get shisha. You can have like a drink. You can have coffee. And um, so we stopped there. Anthony had to, to use a loo. And we decided just to hang out and people watch um, afterwards. And that was interesting because so many people were out and everyone's dressed up walking Rainbow Street. You know, cars driving slow. Everyone's talking to each other. So it really was a, sounds, a nice social Events. It was kind of like the song. It was like Ice Ice Baby. He was like, I put the rat top down so my hair can blow. I mean, you had dudes in drop tops, dudes and just walking around, mm-hmm. girls walking with girls, dudes checking out girls. Everyone dressed up, hair musta. I was like, these Jordanians legit look like Italian Guidos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it was really interesting, and they talk a lot with their hands and stuff. But um, one of the best things about Jordan, hands down, are the people. They're very um, welcoming and friendly, and just they seem to have a, f- a fun for life. And when I talk to other um, foreigners about that, they say, "Yeah, you know, Jordanians, they really are like really chill, cool people. You know, they like to enjoy themselves. They they like hanging out with their friends and family. And it's just it's a really relaxed atmosphere." You know, that is in the UAE, you can feel kind of tense sometimes because everyone's like, work, 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 you know. And I know they work hard in Jordan, too, but they also seem to know how to, like, turn it off and chill out. It's the evening. And that was the best part. Work and is finished. <laughs> I was talking to some of my uh, Jordanian co-workers, and when I informed them that I went, I visited their home country, they lit up. And they were asking me about, did I go to... 
all these places. I told them about Rainbow Street. They told me I should have eaten at these these certain restaurants. Like I call it a Jordanian pot pie because it's like this big bowl filled with vegetables, lamb or beef, chicken, whichever type of meat you want. So it's like a chicken pot pie, but it's in a pot covered with bread. And so you eat the bread like um like normal, like a chicken pot pie or beef pot pie, and you just dig in. But you got these big chunks of vegetables, and you get it. Oh, and it looked so delicious when he showed it to me. Mm. But I was talking about, I showed him the stairwell where I looked really PO'd walking up, and he was just, he knew exactly where it was. And the really? staircase. He knew oh, the yeah. stairs? Oh, yeah. He knew the stairs because he said the restaurant was not too far from it. Oh, because that famous park. There's like yes. a park where like all the cool kids hang out. Oh, yeah. All the cool kids and all the girls there, you know, with the girlfriends and the guys are like, hey, you know, I'm a cool guy, you know. But we we basically bookend the trip with being on Rainbow Street because it was kind of we finally got to experience it like during peak season, I guess, like peak hours. And it was nice to people watch. Right. So, um should we go back again? I hope we do because um, our, both of our mothers have expressed a desire to uh, visit there. And keep in mind, you can do a trip to Jordan with the trip to Israel. They're right across the Dead Sea from each other. Often they have tour groups who do offer that. So you can do the whole thing. Bethlehem, you know, Jerusalem, all of that. You can do the whole Bible. <laughs> Not the whole Bible, but that part of the Bible. Um, and I would also like to go, I would like to see Wadi Rum. And go to Aquaba, which is the other city in the far, far, far south that you can fly into as well. And that's it's um it's its own seaside resort city as well. So and that's closer to Petra. Um, so those are two two things I like to do. Should we go back and and of course spend more time in Petra, like actually go through. So last question. Sorry about that. If you, if to rank it, what would you rank it as? I, I don't know what you mean. Like four out of five stars, five out of five. Oh, I mean, for the trip? Yeah. For a short trip and a nice little break, I'll give it. I give it. It was five star, and I picked a good place to stay too. Oh man, even the um, it was so funny because the um, I was looking at the, the receptionist. And she had this really dark colored hair that was really straight, but she had this makeup on. And I'm like, oh, man, she looked Italian. But she kept smiling every time I walked in. She's like, hi, sir. And I was like, hi. But it was really awkward to me because I was like, why are we keep reintroducing ourselves to each other? Okay. <laughs> that was it. All righty. So on that note. Thank you guys for listening. I am your boy, Khalif. And I am your girl, Jamise. And please remember... Follow us on, you know, Facebook. Click the like button. Subscribe to us. Leave a five-star review because that's how we keep our name in the rankings. So please help us out by that way. Show us your love. And we'll be, and I'll catch you next time.